And welcome to another edition of Scott Wheeler's Airplay. It is episode number 17. This is the show where we go behind the scenes to meet some of the uh, radio and television personalities you listen to and watch every day, but get to know them a little bit better. I'm Scott Wheeler from Super Hits WIRL, and remember you can watch Airplay on uh, Airplay's uh, Peoria Life web portal at PeoriaLife.com or on Facebook, YouTube, and our friends at Peoria TV Channel 17 on the i3 broadband system. James Brown was called the hardest working man in show business, and today I have the hardest working man in broadcasting as my guest. I'm telling you, this guy is everywhere. He does the 4, 6, and 10 o'clock news on WMBD-TV. He does a weekend air shift on WCIC-FM. He is studying for his Master's of Divinity degree. Have I got everything, Eugene? Or is there, you volunteer at St. Paul Baptist Church. Is there anything else or any other time in your life to do anything? Uh, yeah, I sleep. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you. When? I definitely sleep. I definitely sleep. Yeah, it's a, it's a fun life. Yeah. It's a fun life. Well, you have plenty of energy, right? I try to have plenty of energy. I don't always meet the bill, but I try to. So we're just talking off air that you grew up in Marietta, Georgia, yeah. which is near Atlanta, right? Yeah, it's about 15 minutes northwest of Atlanta, home of the Big Chicken. And <laughs> if you don't know what the Big Chicken is, you might want to Google it now. It's a KFC literally built in the form of a giant giant chicken it's it's really for us we're proud of it you but grew it up might in be the weird. shadows of a, chicken. of a chicken right around the right around the corner every direction i gave was just go to the big chicken turn right so yeah well i have a daughter in atlanta and oh, i cool. have never seen traffic like i have in atlanta georgia it's 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 really funny when i listen to people in peoria or in central illinois <laughs> Say, oh my goodness, the traffic is horrible today. <laughs> and I just have flashbacks, nightmares really, scarring. I, it's a lot of scarring of being in seven-lane traffic and not going anywhere. And you know how people will be offended when they say, this person from this particular city can't drive? Mm -hmm. As an Atlantan, I am sorry. We, 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 really, we really cannot drive. It's, it's, it, we really just can't. It's not our strongest suit. So I have that train system there. Yeah, yeah we need more. It's, it's, yeah, it's bad. So what was it like growing up in Marietta, Georgia? Um, I loved it. Uh -huh. I, I, loved, I loved growing up in Marietta. It's a great place uh, for people to raise families. Mm -hmm. um, for me, my upbringing... From education-wise, mm -hmm. um, I was raised in an old Baptist church school. Yeah. So Roswell Street Baptist Christian Church went there from kindergarten to fifth grade. So mm -hmm. that was a huge part of my development, not only educationally, but just also who I am, mm -hmm. um, just kind of my moral compass. Um, I was not a nice child. I was, <laughs> oh, I was, I know, I, honestly, I tell people this, I tell kids this, I make sure I tell any kids that I talk with, I was just with the Southside Mission. Uh, they have a summer camp mm -hmm. uh, for the summer, and I was with them for about five or so weeks. And I told them, I was like, as a kid, I had a really bad anger problem, uh, temper. Mm -hmm. There was just a lot of things going on for me, and so that was one of my ways of, like, you know, kind of lashing out. Straight A's, but had a, uh, an, uh, an anger problem. And I tell you what, the people at that school uh, rallied around me. They saw beyond 
all of my anger and frustration. And it's because of them that really I was able to turn a lot of things around leading in uh, beyond fifth grade. I went to public school after that. Great education uh, through the Marietta City Schools. It was just, a, it was a great place to be. Um, love it. Love anytime I go home. Did you ever figure out what you were angry about? Oh, yeah. Um, you know, for me, growing up, my, my parents were separated when I was a, at a young age. I uh, love both of my parents. They're phenomenal parents. Um, have great relationships with both of my parents. But as a kid, you know, um, for people who grow up and their parents aren't together, you don't rationally think about right. a lot of things yeah. because your mind just can't comprehend why that's the case. Mm -hmm. And uh, that was me. That, that was me as an adolescent. I just wasn't capable of comprehending why that was the case. And so for me, it was, it was anger. Mm. Um, but like I said, I'm, I'm proud. I love both of my parents. My mom is an absolute superhero, a boss, um, still living in uh, Marietta, Georgia. Now my dad, um, a lot of people know, for those who don't know, uh, played professional football for a number of years. Colts, uh, right? Colts, yeah. yeah, for 14 years. Lives in Louisiana, Baton Rouge, where 95% of my family resides and has most of my life. Mm -hmm. So love them both. But as a kid, I just I couldn't process it well. So what was it like being a boy with a father who was a professional football player? Everybody thinks that you're going to be the next great athlete when you're growing <laughs> up. And, you know, for Pressure. me, right. You know, and, and it, I think it helped in that aspect that I, I primarily – uh, lived with my mom in Atlanta because mm -hmm. I could pick and choose who knew and who didn't know. Mm -hmm. So I remember um, in middle and high school, though I was extremely proud, like I will tell anybody, I am proud of my dad. 14 years in the NFL, like awesome. that is above and beyond what the average person does. And that's not just athletic ability, mm -hmm. that's upkeep of your body, mm -hmm. that's mental preparation. There's a lot that goes into it. And so I'm extremely proud of him. And I tell him that all the time. Uh, but as a kid, it is. There's pressure. I remember the only time a coach knew without me telling him was that I had a coach who was born in Indiana and I have the same name as my dad. Mm -hmm. And he goes, by any chance. <laughs> he pulls me aside and asks me. It was my soccer coach. He asked me. And, you know, luckily it wasn't football, so I didn't have to live up to it. You had the audacity right, to right. play soccer? I, I, I did. I, <laughs> wow, I you brave soul. I dabbled in football, but, you know, it is not my primary sport. I did not get my dad's size. Mm. Um, I'm fast, but I did not get his speed. And, uh, you know, I think for a lot of kids, it's hard to reconcile, definitely sports kids. Mm -hmm. It's hard to reconcile with that. But for me, that wasn't really a big issue. Mm -hmm. I was pretty much, I loved what I loved and went towards that. But there was a little bit of pressure at times, mm -hmm. definitely during the summers in Louisiana. Mm -hmm. People always like, hey, man, so what you going to, no, I'm, I'm going to school for my education. <laughs> What? <laughs> yeah, no, I'm going for my education. Thank you very much. Yeah, I got an academic scholarship. So those kind of things. So, you know, you went to Elon College, and I bet you think nobody's ever heard of it, but I have a niece that went to Elon College. Get out of College. here. Yes. I think she's a little older than you, but I was like, Courtney, give me some stuff on Elon <laughs> College. Like, there's a big rock in yes. the quad or yes. something that everyone meets at or whatever. What did she tell you? She didn't uh, give me any clues. Oh, man. No big chicken statue or no. anything? No. <laughs> well, the first thing she did, 
Elon University. We have made the switch in about in the last uh, 20, 15 years. But it was Elon College for a long time. Mm -hmm. I'm glad they made the switch because we went from the fighting Christians to the Phoenix. <laughs> and, uh, you know, just the mascot. This was before I was there. but The, the mascot. whole Reformation thing? Right, yeah, what? yeah. The mascot of this. You know, we're proud of our, our Elon, you know, family. Um, but... I can't imagine being there at that time. You had like this <laughs> large, just the mascot was just this human being. It was a, it's a fighting. Anyway, we're, we're the Phoenix now. Um, I love Elon. Elon is a is a magical place. It's not only beautiful. You go down there and it's absolutely gorgeous. Um, but it is a place where they value hands-on learning, oh, cool. experiential learning. Mm -hmm. um, the opportunities that I received at Elon um, within my first really month and a half, I was already doing shows on the local ESPN2 mm -hmm. uh, network there. Uh, Elon took me to out of the country, to Egypt, right? It, it took me to places like in New York and, and California and covered some really big things um, through the university, right? Mm -hmm. That I wasn't, you know, they, they sponsored me to go to these things. Awesome. Um, it's, it's a great, great, great school with some awesome people, some of the best people you'll ever meet. So journalism communications major? Yeah, yeah. yeah broadcast and mm -hmm. broadcast and journalism, um, and then a, a minor in religious studies. Okay. Talking with Eugene Daniel from WMBD-TV, WCIC-FM on the weekends, and you'll see him everywhere, trust me. So was the broadcasting journey from um, Elon to Peoria, or did you have a couple of stops in between? Nope, that was, that was actually Good it. For you. Um, I signed on to come to Peoria about ooh, my last week. Of college, actually. Really? Yeah. Good for you. So I was able to get that. And that doesn't normally happen. No, you know? it doesn't. In fact, um, she'll hate that I mention this, but I think my mom was planning to have a little bit more time with me mm -hmm. after college. I'd been away, um, you know, for four years or so, obviously, and, and she wanted to have a little bit more time. But she had an opportunity to take a trip to Italy like the week or so after mm -hmm. I got out of college, I think expecting that I would lease have had a little bit more time at home to spend with her. And I ended up moving while she was gone because neither one of us thought it was going to be that quick. We didn't think it was that quick. And, and you know, and so I was like, she, she's so sweet. She was like, do you want me to cancel my trip? I'm like, no, go to Italy. I will be fine. Just come to Peoria when you get back. So, yeah, I, um, I moved um, right out of college and, um, you know, just – had a remarkable family, actually, because I didn't have a place to stay. It was so quick. I didn't have a place to stay when I moved mm -hmm. up here. Had a remarkable family uh, that let me stay at their house for about a month nice. while I stayed up in Bloomington. Mm -hmm. I'm so thankful for the two of them, mm -hmm. thinking back on it. And uh, started my journey with that. A lot of people don't realize, yeah, I've been here for eight years. Mm. Um, and people are like, hey, how, you, you just got it? No, I've been here since yeah. 2011. Yeah, I remember your uh because I was a Washington tornado victim, wow, uh, yeah. so I remember your yeah. coverage of that. So that was 2013. Yeah. So yeah, you have been here a while. Yeah. And uh, when did you jump to the anchor chair in the last year or so? Yeah, it is actually, so the main anchor role, the evening anchor role, mm -hmm. um, alongside with Lauren, it's a year ago this upcoming month. Mm -hmm. So in August, and then we launched the 4 o'clock program mm -hmm. uh, in which I started uh, really full-time anchoring. That was September of 2017. So we're a little bit 
closer to two years mm -hmm. on that. So make the connection for me between broadcasting journalism and a Masters of Divinity. <laughs> what what do you want to do? <laughs> Man. Are you gonna are you gonna pull those two together somehow? I am currently accepting anyone's ideas. <laughs> uh, you know that was actually a huge dilemma for me. Mm -hmm. um, so 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 growing up and even going through school, I don't think for anyone who knew me that that would surprise them that these would be the two paths that mm -hmm. I would gravitate toward. Mm -hmm. Um, and there was a point in time in which I thought you couldn't merge the two. Mm -hmm. Now, what it's going to ultimately look like, I still am trying to figure that out. Mm -hmm. I get bits and pieces, I think, each year mm -hmm. that I go, okay, yeah, I can, I can do this. Um, but like do what? I, like what? Like, for instance, right now, um, I, I love working with, I realize now at, at 30, I love working with kids. I love working uh, with young kids and just being able to supplement uh, in moments and sharing things that I wish I would have known mm. or um, being there to encourage them, uh, being there to challenge them um, and educate them on things in which might be really complex ideas, but really we can try to simplify them. So I love teaching mm. from that standpoint. So some of the things in which uh, being at Lincoln Christian which is an amazing university, again, with great people, um, taught me ways in order to communicate and educate. Um, so I love doing that and spending time with children. Um, I do like uh, preaching. I'm still learning through the process of how that, uh, my flow, my mm -hmm. style, my communication style, which I tell people that and they're like, but you do broadcasts for a living. Totally but different. it's very different. Yeah. It, yeah. It, it, is, it is so different. And um, thankful to the people at Dream Center uh, who allowed me, I just preached last week in Mission Peoria. How yeah. did that go? Talking Man. to kids again, right? Exactly. Teens, yeah. Exactly, and that's my, that's my happy place. Mm -hmm. um, what did you talk about? We, we talked about, uh, they have a whole theme, they had a, it's now over, of rumors. And so my, uh, my task was to talk about God is crazy about you. And so really just challenging them, talked about my first crush uh, and, and what it was like not only to have a crush, but to be turned down by my crush and, and, and flipping it for them about, you know, God has an incredible crush, so to speak, mm. on you. Mm. And uh, what's it like for us to constantly, each and every day in some way or form, turn them down? Mm. And what it's like when we finally accept, we talk about old school when you would write on the letter, uh, yes or no, yeah. will you go out with me? You know, and, and what's it like when we finally truly say yes uh -huh. uh, to God in our lives? So we kind of, we went through that and, mm -hmm. and broke that down and, and really hopefully encouraged them to know if they're dealing with uh, any form of rejection or, or fear of them not being loved or being worthy of being pursued, that... Mm -hmm. Absolutely not. Like, God is absolutely crazy, and he's pursuing you every single moment of the day. Awesome. So, so that's what we went through. So that's, that's a space for me. I love encouraging people. Um, there was a point in time which I was like, you know what? I would love to, you know, maybe start a church or those kind of things. Um, I, I don't know about that as much. Now I'm just trying to figure it all out, at least not in this season. Mm -hmm. um, I, have a, I have a long, long route to go for that. But... I definitely want to give a shout out to St. Paul Baptist Church, Devereaux Hubbard. What a guy. Yeah. Awesome, um, man. Yeah, he he challenges me in, in ways that um, 
I don't often want to be challenged. <laughs> he's just he's just such an amazing guy. And so being on staff with them for for those three years, three mm-hmm. and a half years, um, while full time in seminary, opened my eyes to a lot of things about what ministry mm-hmm. is and what it isn't, mm-hmm. um, the misconceptions people have, and the really like down and gritty work yeah. that is required mm-hmm. to really do it in a loving way. Um, it's it's real it's real work and um, that team at St. Paul, they're amazing. So I volunteer now. Mm-hmm. Um, volunteer basically whatever they tell me to do. Uh, but mostly, <laughs> warm body, you go. Yeah, <laughs> mostly that's uh, with young adults in a supplemental way now. Uh, as I was overseeing that before, and um, I see a theme and, here. Yeah, and and with with children. So yeah. so I'm still figuring that part out. I have mm-hmm. some other ideas that I'm. Still working through and, and not really ready to share yet, but mm. we'll see as it, it transpires. So you and I just keep missing each other. I used to work in the WMBD TV building back when they owned radio stations. So you're there now. I spent nine years at WCIC. You're <laughs> yeah, there now. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> where are you going next, or where am I going next so you can follow? <laughs> basically, basically, that's that's how we should. I'll be coming here weekly. That's that's what we're going to be doing. So, how did the CIC thing happen? <laughs> um, that actually, so in a few years prior, um, Jill and Jeremy, right. uh, uh, the Tracys. Uh, every once in a while, when Jeremy would be gone for a conference, they'd reach out to me and say, "Hey, do you mind filling in?" Filling okay. in, and that's how that's kind of how it started uh-huh. uh, for a few years, like once or twice a year that would happen. Mm-hmm. And then, believe it or not, about two years ago, I was out in California in Lake Tahoe, and for my friend's wedding, and I remember walking along. Um, kind of like their beach shore, mm-hmm. been Lake Tahoe. It's, it's beautiful, and I remember praying. I was like, God, like, is this it? Like, I'm I'm ready for a new challenge, something else. Mm-hmm. And uh, the amazing thing happened. The next day, I get a message from Jill and Jeremy. Coincidentally, um, the day after that, when I got back, I got a message from my job about the four o'clock show. <laughs> But I get a, a message from Jill and Jeremy saying, hey, we'd like for you to consider coming in a little bit more mm-hmm. into the radio station and doing something mm-hmm. uh, on the weekends. Would you be interested? Mm-hmm. And uh, that's how it happened. They just reached out. They asked. And um, I was like, wow, uh, you know, God answers prayers really fast at times. <laughs> yeah. and, and that's how that went. Uh-huh. So I, I was looking over some of the stuff in your bio, and most of it I knew, but this whole bit about you're a collector of notebooks. Yeah. What in the? So immediately I like, do you spend, you go to Office Depot and you hang out in aisle four? Yeah. And you're like, oh, this has got, yeah. it's college rule. Yeah. What yeah. does that mean? Yeah, actually, that's a good. <laughs> Is that really? That's realistic. Um, wow. So <laughs> I, I journal a lot. Ah, I write right. a lot, mm-hmm. and so I seek different ways for inspiration. So I'll get you know basic journals and, mm-hmm. and notebooks, uh, different colors. But I really try to find. Now I wish I would have brought my. It's in the car. <laughs> um, I try to find unique journals. Okay. Um, you know, some of them it might be the wording that's on them. Um, some it might be the style that it is. So the one that I have now is 
kind of like an old traditional medieval style book that has a strap that you have to nice. roll around in this leather, <laughs> those kind of things. Game um, of Thrones, right? Style. Exactly inspired, <laughs> and uh, and no no you know no lines or anything of that nature. Um, so yeah, I do. I, I have probably like at least sixty notebooks awesome. at home. A lot of them been written in, mm-hmm. and then there are others that are just waiting to be to be used. You and I have a lot in common. I love office supply stores, man. Something about <laughs> pens and paper and old school. I love it. And I tell you, you can find uh, notebooks in in a lot of different ways. Mm-hmm. I was just in. And TJ Maxx or Marshalls, mm-hmm. Marshalls, and I, I found one. I was like, "Oh my goodness, I like this." <laughs> um, I found them at you know dollar store with different ones. Barnes and Noble has great stuff. So I I literally find notebooks all over, and uh, my friends they know now, so they like send me <laughs> notebooks. Notebooks in the purple pack of Skittles. That's you're, usually like a you're birthday easy gift to for shop me. for. Very easy, <laughs> very easy to please. Well, our time has flown. Eugene Daniel from WMBD-TV, WCIC-FM. You may see him talking to your uh, kids' youth group sometime. Uh, There's just a lot going on in this man's life, and he has a ton of energy to do it with. God love you. <laughs> you're you're 30? Yeah. Yeah. All right. <laughs> I'll give you about 10 more years. Okay. All right. We're uh, on Peoria Life's web portal, of course. You can see this program and future programs and past ones as well. Facebook, YouTube, and Peoria TV channel 17 on the i3 broadband system. Scott Wheeler from Super Hits WIRL. Until next time, this is Airplay. PeoriaLife.com.